Hello, and welcome back to No Matter Where, No Matter When, season two. of season two. And we are doing a long-awaited and requested, this was actually requested by a few people. Today we are going to be talking about social media. So Allie and I thought this would be fun, and we officially have our first guest on No Matter Where, No Matter When. Would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Kevin. SLV is our clothing brand. Um, we do fitness and yoga apparel. And um, also, Cameras Rolling Productions is our film and photography. Um, my film and photography business as well. So for those of you that don't remember, <laughs> SLNV is who we're partnering with. We announced it on Instagram, and I've had it on every episode up to now. So now we actually have Kevin here with us. And as Amber said, we're going to talk about social media, which is, I guess, a good topic since SLNV is on social media. (laughs) So one of the topics we decided we wanted to talk about, well, the question we asked our followers is, do you think social media is a positive or a negative? Do you think it's detrimental or it's more beneficial to, it could be to what you do or just in general? Um, me as far as social media, I mean, I grew up in the nineties and eighties, so we, uh, we didn't have much of this social media back then. I mean, you were who you were and you weren't who you weren't. Um, I think it's good for business as far as business goes. Do I think it words relationships and everything else? Yeah, of course. I mean, um, do I think it's blown in proportion where you could become famous overnight and have no talent at all? Of course. Um, do the people with real talent and stuff really ever see the benefits of social media? I think not. So, um, I mean, it's hit or miss. I mean, really. You use social media a lot to promote your businesses. Do you get a lot of sales from like promoting on social media or is it more um, people know who you are? No. I mean, as far as TikTok shop is, I feel like, can I curse? Am I allowed to curse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a bunch yes. of... It's a bunch of bullshit. You have these young kids that go on there and they open a TikTok shop and it's like, all right, I made $50,000 off of five t-shirts when at the end of the day, and this is for people ready to get into the clothing business. It's not like that. Um, me and my wife hustle hard. We go to vendorships. We get our name out there and we do more sales on the vendorship than we actually do online. So um, it might be real, but really what they're doing, and I'm going to kill the game because they're taking your money and they don't have any product yet. Whereas as far as we have our product, it's made and they're taking your money to buy products. So everything they're doing is basically getting the money. Then they're going to send your shirt to have it made. So it's like pre-order stuff, but um, to make money off it, I mean, God bless them. They do well, whatever, but we, as far as the real people who put in the work 24 seven, no. And I feel like that might be, kind of I mean I ride the same wave I think that there's benefits to social media like promoting a business I mean we do it with our podcast Mm -hmm. I was just talking to my cousin about this the other day because a lot of my cousins are scattered um I feel like it works for keeping in touch with your family you kind of feel like you're getting to be involved in what they're doing or just people overseas yeah I have all of my friends that are over everywhere around the world and that's the only way I can keep in touch with them half the time but then I feel like we are also in a generation that a lot is focused on social media Mm -hmm. I have a teenage son and we went through trials and tribulations this summer and 
I mean, I literally went and deleted all of his social media because I was trying to explain, I feel like at the click of one button, he could have ruined his life. So I feel like it has its benefits, but it also has its drawbacks and like how you were saying, you know, you guys put in the legwork, you're you're going to vendors, you're, you're doing events and stuff like that. I feel like a lot of people that are maybe in the business and use social media don't talk about that aspect of what the hard work is that re- they're like, Oh, I made 50 grand. Yeah. Well, what did you do to get that 50 grand? And then it goes back to the influence too. Like who, who's influencing who, yes. who are the kids watching that's influencing people. Uh, we had um, last week with the, um, what was it with the robberies and everything, the looting. And um, one of the influence got arrested because she was, um, <laughs> Um, that they were rooting on this stuff to, yeah. to you know, and I mean, is that something you want to teach people? Was it for a good cause? No. Yeah. I mean, no, it wasn't. Um, who are these people influencing? What are they influencing? Uh, one of my big influences is Cody online. Um, he represents um, alcohol awareness. You know, it's he's a recovering alcoholic. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's something that's, yeah, okay. But the, to the other thousands, what are, what are we looking up to them for? What's the process and what are they influencing, you know? And I feel like, you know, you have people that you follow. I have comedians. I'm obsessed with Matt Rife. I think he's hilarious. He's he also is. not bad to look at. Oh, he's beautiful. So, but I feel like, you know, he stands on the same ground. He's done a lot of interviews and he's like, listen, you see 30 seconds of my work. You have to buy tickets to see what I'm really about. You can't just say, oh, well, he's famous because he's all over TikTok. And he, you know, it's little snippets. And I feel like creators, that's a big part of it too. You're seeing 30 seconds, a minute of their life, and it's not but unfortunately, real Like life. these people are making a lot of money yeah. for doing, sitting in front of the camera and putting it on TikTok. Yeah. Well, look at Jake Paul. He's a big one. My daughter's obsessed yeah. with Prime. She has no idea what it is, but because she saw it on YouTube, I need to have every Prime flavor. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? But because she sees it pop up everywhere and it's something that's so well advertised by all of these creators because they send out these PR boxes. Now she's been influenced by an influencer right. and she wants something. And the, it goes also goes along, along the lines too, of like um, who has the opportunity. I personally don't have the opportunity to sit in front of a camera all day. I do have a life. Um, I have a 12 hour job. I work. My wife has a 12 hour job. We got the vendors. I got cameras rolling. I mean, like, yeah, God bless them, whatever. You know, I can't knock any hustle, but yeah. it's what do you have time for? And are you making that sacrifice to do it? You know, I mean, yeah, but um, where does it pick up at? Where does it, you know, um, where do we draw the line of who we're watching and who's influencing these kids and who's not, you know? And, and I feel like when it comes to something like, you know, your clothing brand and your production company, you want to put out stuff that you believe in. I feel like a lot of the influencers, when I was just reading something, a story that somebody that I posted or somebody I follow on social media had posted and she said, you know, I turned down a $50,000 offer because I tried their product and it was garbage. I'm not going to put something out there that I don't believe in. Yeah, it was 50 grand that could buy me a new, that could have paid off, you know, half of my mortgage or that could have bought me a brand new car. But am I really going to stoop so low as to take the offer 
just because it's money and it's I'm promoting something that in the future, you know, my son could see and be like, oh, well, you never used anything like that. Or, but I mean, most people know. would because of the money. And yeah. I think that's the, gen- I think it's a generation thing too. But it's also, know? it's laziness. Yes. And the, I mean, I could go on and on about the laziness of the youth, but I've already done that half of my day today <laughs> um, <laughs> because my students like to cheat using AI, but AI isn't social media, I guess. So that's another thing that's killing us. But I mean, so social media has, you know, it also gives an outlet for pedophiles and it gives Mm. an outlet for stalkers and all these people that, you know, end up hurting everybody. So people use social media as a means to sell things and promote themselves, but they also use it as a way to like find out where people live and, you know, scare the shit out of people and it's not it's not fair because they have every opportunity to do it because everybody's life is surrounded around social media yeah and i think it you know the issue of bullying i think ever since technology you know growing up in the 90s and we'll talk about this during throwback during our throwback episode we had dial-up internet Somebody mm-hmm. picked up the phone and you were kicked off the computer no matter what you were doing. And bullying half of the time had to be face-to-face because uh, there really wasn't an opportunity like a social media platform for you to follow somebody and be, I call him a keyboard gangster. Yeah. You know, you confronted things head on. I still confront things head on. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people, I think, use that. You know, there's so many kids now that are killing themselves and hurting themselves and it's because they post a picture on social media and people are mean. So I feel, you know, like it's, it's, I really think, sorry to our listeners that are listening that, you know, we're raised differently in different eras, but I really feel like it's a generational thing and we've become so dependent on social media Mm -hmm. and the things that we see and everybody's in that, you know, I'm going to get rich quick scheme instead of really putting in the effort to show how you get to that point. Not everybody was born with a trust fund. Not everybody was born with parents that have money. People started from the bottom to get what they want. And then again, I appreciate you guys seeing the view too, as far as, you know, how an older generation could look in instead of going up and keeping up with the Joneses, you know, and you're right. It is scary. I mean, let's bring AI again. AI, you're changing voices. You know, we don't know if these kids are talking to minors or little girls or whatever with AI and social media. You know, there's so many platforms and things you can do um to change your voice and stuff like that these days with ai and things too so i mean that's that it's also ties changing in. phone numbers it's you know i uh last october i had a stalker who changed his phone number every day so one day it was oh i'm the city of fort lauderdale and then the next day it was i'm hollywood police and he continuously changed the phone number so there was no way to block him because every day it was a new phone number until finally he just stopped until he came back in May, but that's, you know, when you change your phone number and just get just away from it <laughs> um, paper. or yeah, but you know, they, they can change everything. And I have a friend in England who actually had me help him because his friend's daughter was being spoken to inappropriately by an adult in Florida and she's 17, but it started when she was 13. So this guy had been conditioning her over the internet for years. And the mother finally found out, which I don't know how your child can go from 13 to 17 being conditioned by a guy in another country and you not find that out. 
but whatever, that's not, you know, my problem. But he was able to, you know, use the dark web and use the internet and use the things that are out there to figure out who the person was and then give the information to the proper authorities. But he was using social media. He was using Facebook Messenger. He was using Instagram. And that's how these horrible people, no matter where they are in the world, are getting to these children. And unfortunately, people are promoting their children on social media as well. It's different, you know, posting pictures of like nieces and nephews, kids, whatever. But the parents that are on TikTok making entire TikToks about watching their, you know, seven-year-old booty dance on TikTok, that's not okay. You're sexualizing your child with no filters, no nothing, and pedophiles can just watch them. That's disturbing. And then you have a lot of our so-called influencers as far as Kim Kardashian. They're watching her daughter do whatever, and then the son flip off the paparazzi. And these kids are thinking, hey, I can live that life. Let me Mm -hmm. go to school and flip off my teacher. Hey, it's all over TikTok. You're all doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's just it's just it's a thin line. And then very careful when you use social media. Me, I have at least four or five social medias that I use. I have my personal. Okay, Mm -hmm. you can see what I'm eating for the day, but that's where it stops. SLV, you see nothing but promotion and clothes mm-hmm. and stuff. And as far as cameras rolling, my I keep those things very, very dear separate. and very separate. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I may make a mistake and upload a pizza or whatever or, or <laughs> one of the things because I have three freaking accounts. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't want everybody to know what I'm doing twenty four seven. And I think a lot that's where a lot of this stuff comes in. They people want to see what other people are doing, and it's, and, what, it's not their business. Yeah, and, and it's sickening. I mean, it's it's you know they want to know what somebody's doing the other day, but. They have to understand there's there's a line. It's life ain't shit ain't like that. Yeah. It's not all peaches and cream, you know. It's not, you know, and there there has to be a way where I think to bring awareness to understand people like, you know, it's not a happy happy joy joy every no. time, you know. And of course, you're not going to see that side for everybody. I mean, I know people where I know some people where they're posting everything and they're like, oh, life is great, and then I talk on the phone, hey, yo, Kev, can I borrow fifty dollars? Yeah, you just were online posting, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Right? You just came back from vacation, you know, but it's, it's you know, there's a line between social media. I mean, but. I think social media has also created the green monster because I feel like social media is a lot of why people are now more so concerned about keeping up with the Joneses. I mean, you look back in the 50s when you talked about keeping up with the Joneses, it was the Continental, it was the white picket fence, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you wanted to, your kids to go to the best schools. You wanted to live in the best neighborhoods. And it's still there. But I feel like it's the extent. Well, where are they eating at? What kind of food? Where are they getting their groceries from? Who's following them on social media? Like, that's not what life is about. And I never, I don't care about that stuff. Like, my personal profile is private. Yes. For very good reasons. Very good reasons. And the I don't accept anybody unless I know them. I just, I won't. And I have people asking to friend me all the time. And I'm like, no. And I've had people that have messaged me that I think like they knew me through like three other people. I'm like, we can talk here, but you're not getting access to my My photos, to my life. And I was like, I'm just, I won't do that. And I actually had someone a few months ago telling me that like, oh, I should delete some of my pictures and I should promote myself on my personal Instagram. And I had to explain that my personal Instagram is private for a reason. It will never not be private. You know, I started the 
social media for my books, but that has absolutely nothing on it except for stuff relating to my books that have been written or are currently being written and will be published later on. But again, my, my personal life is my personal life, especially because I post photos of my nieces and nephews, or I post about recovery and my family and stuff like that. Like strangers don't need to know that shit. I mean, if you want to follow me around for 24 hours a day and see how I, I also get wonder thrown at me from patients and everything else, I mean, entertaining, but other than that, but no, that's I mean, like not, you know, the real world right. when it was the real world. Right. You know what I mean? I always wonder, or Big Brother, like, how do you just let a camera sit on you for 2024? 20, we don't even use the camera on here because I don't like seeing myself on camera. You know what I mean? Realistically, what are they really catching? on those cameras. I don't think everything in your life needs to be broadcasted. Mm-mm. I feel like, you know, like Kevin said, and we do it with, with our podcast. Yeah. Our, I've had listeners that have messaged me and be like, Oh my God, I love your podcast. They don't have any mutual friends. I'm not adding you. And we know we have a lot of international listeners. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know what they could do with the pictures of my kids. I, the pictures of myself, you know, there's been pictures, pictures posted of my house as I was updating it or, you know what I mean? Locations that I'm tagged. There's ways to figure out just looking at someone's house and their property and then using the internet to figure out where they live. Going back to social media on TikTok, I even say that this girl is getting over a million views because they're saying, "Uh, you can't find me, Angie. And then. Two minutes later, she upsets the picture. Okay, it seems like you got a dog here. Okay, mm-hmm. let me zoom in on a dog. Oh, there's a fence here. Let me zoom in on that fence. And within two minutes of her TikTok video, she's found where the person's at. Disturbing, crazy, but people like that stuff. You know, they like okay. that shit. Until they get attacked, and then they won't like right. it anymore. I mean, yeah. I've done that with my best friend. I've done that with best friends. I really should have worked for the FBI. Yeah, you're one of you, like when you see those things on social media. That's like if you have that one friend that can find out information about anyone, you're I'm definitely the person I would go to. <laughs> I'm that friend. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not naming names or anything. <laughs> no one in particular. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Again, I like the benefits of it. You know, you don't get to see Madison and David all the time, mm-hmm. so getting to see their pictures growing up, or even when you were living overseas. Or, you know, I have cousins in California that I don't get to see, seeing their kids and things that they have going on or being able to send messages back and forth. Like, I like that aspect. But I also feel like it might have possibly set us up for failure. It, it has. And I think it's also, like like you said, you know, when I was living overseas, it made it really nice because I was able to see what you guys were up to and see what all of, you know, watch everybody grow up while I was there. And now that I'm here and all my other friends are over there and, you know, I get to see what they're up to. But that's like yeah. You and that's, yeah. And that's really nice. But then you have like these creepy people on like, even still on Facebook, like I'll comment on something and someone I don't know, have no one in common with. They're in like Kuwait. Well, like comment, hey, be comment. You're so beautiful. You have the most amazing eyes. Can we be friends? No. I'm like, fuck no, we can't be friends. Oh like, no. And it's just, it's creepy. Can you think of one time social media negatively affected you? Um, you could be completely open. We're open book. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Because your wife's like, uh, you're, yeah, yeah, no. let me know. Uh, that's why I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> this is my last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've cheated before, you know. I've cheated before, and uh, I've been called through social media, of course. And, um, it was before. This was uh, MySpace era. Right? Mm. My, that was we on didn't my even throwback. talk about it. <laughs> on my throwback, too. My, I miss MySpace. Um, so much easier. And then I mm. left it open, and then, you know, I was messing with someone else, and, you know, my girlfriend at that time was there. So that's the negative. I've been um, getting caught. Um, I'm a little smarter these days. <laughs> I mean that by not doing it at all. So. I mean, Smart I to reiterate that. In a previous episode, we talked, my husband was, he was not faithful. Yeah. And his whole relationship with this person was through Snapchat. That's the only way they communicated. So, I mean, I feel like you hear a lot of that. Mm-hmm. When you, if cheaters was still a thing, I put that in for our throwbacks because you watch cheaters when you stayed home from school. I don't watch anything that's reality. But I back in the those. day, that's all that was on. Yeah. I watched Maury. That's about it. <laughs> those two. I just really wanted to know who their daddy was. <laughs> um, I feel like, you know, if it was modern day, it would be so much easier to catch people because... Social media, even though you use it, it tells on you. Mm-hmm. And it, you're going to find out. I also, again, should have worked for the FBI, so I was finding out either way. One, one but, of my friends, they got caught because the, the Apple Watch mm-hmm. was connected to the iPhone, and then it popped up the Facebook, popped yep. up on a watch, and then his wife's sitting there. Yeah, the, it's, it's know, crazy. That's how I found out some of the stuff when Mike was cheating and Mike was flirting with other women was because he was flirting with other women that were friends with my friends. So my friends were seeing him comment all this shit on other women's Instagrams, and they were just, like, flooding my phone with photos of things that he was saying. And, of course, he's he didn't say anything about the fact he was doing something wrong. It was, why are your friends stalking me? I'm like, that's really? That's response. the issue here? <laughs> definitely a that's, response. that's the issue? Like, not the fact that you're a piece of shit? That's the issue. Okay, I see. You guys, anything negative? I mean, my husband's infidelity was definitely a bigger thing. Um, the issue with my son this summer. Oof. That was a rough situation. Mm-hmm. He's 13 and found girls. And just some of the things he was doing and saying. And planning. And planning. Um, a lot of it was done through social media. And... Now he has spyware on his phone. So I see everything that he does. But I mean, there were police were involved. That was over the summer and the school had to come in from the summer and get involved. I mean, counselors had to be involved, therapists. It was a lot. And I always remember growing up, like when AIM was a thing. Mm -hmm. And my mom be like, you could be talking to a 45-year-old man. I'm like, shut up. This is my friend from first period. It really wasn't. How many times did you sign into a chat room? And you're like, (laughs) ASL. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what we did. And we didn't think twice about it. But nowadays, like, you really have to think, who are you talking to? Yeah. You know, even my my TikTok was open and I wind up making it private because I make little videos about my kids and I'm like somebody can really download this whole video and just be watching my kids and I have no idea because it really doesn't tell you who saves the video it just tells you how many times someone saved it so I mean that's probably the scariest thing for me was my husband and then anything to anything to do with my kids 
my husband, my family, I think that's where I've seen like the negative impact. You know, there's been family fights over social media mm-hmm. where, you know, somebody reads more into something or somebody posts a picture and someone wasn't invited and then you're stuck in the middle of family drama. I have a big ass family. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my 36 cousins that live down the road because, you know, my grandfather's side of the family were Hispanic. You know, they didn't get invited to this one's birthday party. So now that whole side of the family's mad at you. But then this side, no. I So I feel like that's probably the negative part is it's very easy to pinpoint and be like, oh, uh, Thursday at 3.02, you posted the status. Was it about me? Or you posted a picture with those? So why weren't mm-hmm. we there? So I think that's probably the only aspect. And there's been many times where I'm like, I just need a break. Like I need to pause all of my accounts and kind of just step away. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really been it for me, Gabriel. Yeah, your AI stalker. Yeah, well, he wasn't AI. I don't know what he was, but you know, even he... know if his real name was Gabriel. Gabriel, yeah. I'm sure he's listening. Um, <laughs> with him, him having access to Everything. my Instagram, he took screenshots of all of my followers and tried to extort me for thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, and said he was going to send stuff about me and stuff I had sent him to not only everyone on my list, all my friends, but also to my employers. And he didn't, but I did have to get, you know, the police and the FBI and everybody involved in the situation. And it was awful. But other than that, I don't think I've really had anything bad happen on social media, but it's because I've been careful. Like I don't, do things over social media. I don't have, you know, I don't really use Snapchat. I don't use a lot. I don't put anything on TikTok. Like I have one, but it's just so that I can watch, you know, (laughs) and I don't even do that often. I do that maybe a couple times a week. Like I just don't, social media is not, you know, my thing. I still send letters. Yeah. Like, you know, I have stamps and envelopes over there. Like, I'm I'm old school. I would rather, like, have a pen pal and send letters than do social media. But unfortunately, nobody does that anymore. And I even put on social media, like, a few months ago, does anyone want to be my pen, pen pal? pal? And nobody answered. And I'm like, oh. And then I had, like, people messaging me, like, hey, what's up? I'm like, no, write me a damn letter. Tell me about your life. When they pay for me to get to Greece. Like we asked on the last episode, then we can talk. Yeah. Um, another thing is, you know, I, I love going out, you know, like, you know, and I like, I won't post. If I'm there right then, I won't yeah. post exactly mm-hmm. where I'm at. And that's a heads up for everybody listening out there. You know, post, take your nice pictures and post after you after get out of After the fact. Here. Yeah. Um, I think we had a situation with that also with um, one of the um, R&B um, singers um, that was in... Um, LA, um, P Rock, um, P Rock, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, he posted, and then um, you know, moments after, you know, when you're at where you're at, yeah, I think that's a big one too. I, I think I'm guilty of that though. I, I, I never like tag where I am when we're in the mountains, or what? you know what I mean. But I also don't have a huge social media. Problem. I don't ever tag where I am, whether I'm there right then or You've always after. Like I never tag where I am. Yeah. I'm just, I'm terrified of people. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't always make the best choices. Um, but, you know, thankfully, only one of them turned out to be terrifying. Um, 
but yeah, I don't, I don't ever let people know where I am or anything like that. Like, it's just, I don't trust people. Yeah. I don't think we should trust people. I will tell you though, I did have one of my former employees tell me that they looked at my social media and said it was iron flat. He said, all we could see was your picture. I said, well, I worked very hard so that you can only see my mm-hmm. picture. Which is weird. That's a heads up, too. Jobs are also doing that, I heard, yeah. lately. Yep. And it's funny because a couple months ago, um, the job I was going to get, he actually looked at my um, mm-hmm. my social media. And I'm like, you did? He's like, yeah. He's like, no, I see more of your business than I do. We were told, so I used to be a teacher. We were told when I first signed my contract, we had uniform shirts we had to wear. And we used, were told that we, if we went out on the weekend, we needed to change because if we were seen even with a glass in our hand and our uniform was on, it was associated with drinking and they could terminate us. Didn't matter if water was in that cup. Right. But if we're out with friends yeah. at a bar. And that's the thing um, I'm like, Sandra, she's on. She's like, because I like to take little videos and I quick and I get in the morning and sometimes I forget, but I have my badge on for mm-hmm. work. And, you know, it's, you know, being in the public eye is something. Not only you representing your company or whatever, you're also, you know, they know where you're at. You yeah, know? <laughs> so at all times. I try, you know, I'm a little ADHD, so I get a little excited about when I get something and mm-hmm. I have an idea, but that's also. What would you say your ultimate that. goal is? If you could do one positive thing you would want for your businesses for social media, what would it be? Oh, we're doing it right now. Actually, we're actually doing our first fundraiser for breast cancer yeah. awareness mm-hmm. in October. Oh, yeah. So I'm um, really happy about that. So we are raising that. We are raising that now. So I mean, just to give back. I mean, honestly, yeah. and stuff like that, like we've been doing. Um, that's my ultimate goal is to show that this is what it is, and um, we're giving back and just be positive and put more outlets on life. I also want to do autism too and yeah. get to that point. Um, recovery room get to that point yeah. and um, there's a lot of things we want to do but that's the goal to get back and be successful at it and our and goal awareness. You know, yeah awareness and I want people to know you can feel good for cheap you mm-hmm. know you get these clothes because we compared to Amazon and we're, we're cheap you know yeah. mm-hmm. but the quality is good so yeah. I need people to understand that too don't go crazy we're not going to raise our prices because you know you deserve to feel good for yeah. a certain price and if that's the price you should have that, that much, you know? Yeah. So, and I think a lot of people lose sight of that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people lose sight of it, that. It turns into greed. Yes. All yeah. the time. And that's not, you know, unfortunately, that is more common than anything else than, you know, good people. And even when we do our vendors, our clothes look good. So mm-hmm. I think people are more scared to go up there and say, we say, hey, it's $40. And they're like, they don't want to act like they can't yeah. afford it and walk away. But I think once mm-hmm. they know, once they know our prices, they're like, oh, wow, okay. Then yeah. they make their purchase because, you know, it's, yeah. you know, so, I mean, social media helps me. I mean, you got in touch with you guys. I mean, yeah. of course. And it, well, as long as it works for the right reason, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, it's just when shit goes sideways and stuff like that, it, you know. I think we said the same thing. I mean, our ultimate goal was for somebody to fund us to go to, like, Greece and record over there. It's really greedy, but... Yeah, I feel like, <laughs> like Germany is more likely since we have, like... So many listeners over there? We have, like, 40 different cities in Germany listening to us. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, I think our... the My hopes would be that, like, we would be able to travel the world and do something like this and have different, you know, yeah. people on to talk about different things because we do mm-hmm. cover such a broad spectrum 
And I think that's more so our message too, is if one person listens to our podcast and they get something out of it, whether it's, you know, we've done eating disorders and we listed resources, we've done depression and we listed resources and talked about resources that people can have. I think that would probably be the biggest thing that I would hope for this Mm -hmm. is that, you know, someone listens and they reach out and get the help that they need. Or, you know, we have the opportunity to collaborate with people or do different things to help bring awareness or, you know, get a message out and doing an episode on domestic violence and being Mm -hmm. able to, you know, bring on people that have been therapists that have dealt with domestic violence victims or like we like to call them survivors. Um, I think that would be the one thing that I would really hope. But personally, I think it's just to be able to keep in touch with people. I think it's also for me is that, you know, to make sure that people know they're not alone because I feel like that's part of the issue is that, you know, people with eating disorders, depression, anxiety, all these mental health disorders, you know, they feel like they're alone, even addiction. You know, we talk about eating disorders mostly just because it's what we have experience with, but of course there's other addictions. We just don't really we haven't spoken about them because we don't have experience with them. You know, the only reason that I have experience with addiction to alcohol is because I was using it to further the eating disorder. It wasn't the alcohol. It was the addiction to the eating disorder that caused the alcoholism. You know, and once I stopped purging, I stopped drinking and just kind of went hand in hand, but just to, you know, make sure that people know they're not alone. And if, you know, we have to do that through social media, then that's the way to do it because that's the way to get to the most people is through social media. I think that's probably our biggest takeaway. So if our listeners are listening, we still do want to hear, I really didn't have anybody respond to social media. There were a few that said that they think it's more problematic and detrimental than it is beneficial, but they didn't give us an answer. Um, So if our listeners that are listening want to reach out to us on our Instagram, do you want to remind them? No matter where, no matter when, with no A's. Is our Instagram. You want to reach out. You know, now we have Kevin, so he will be listed on all of our descriptions on our Instagram because we are partnering with him. And, you know, give them a look and what he's about. I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, don't be so quick to give in to the influencers. Because at the end of the day, you should probably step back and why are they influencing you? Do you need to spend the money? Do you need to be going and buying prime energy drinks for your seven-year-old child? Probably not. It's an energy drink. I don't follow influencers. Yeah. Like, I think I have like two influencers on my Instagram, and it's solely because they promote recovery. Other than that, like, I don't care. And I don't care about celebrities either. I don't follow them either. I follow Jason Statham because I like to look at him. And I follow Julie Andrews because she's my goddess. But other um, than that, I don't care. Like, I don't give a shit what Justin Bieber's doing or who he's screwing or who and he's then, married to. I don't that, care. That brings up the point, too. Like, TMZ, it's like paparazzi. Just like, mm-hmm. let those freaking people live, you know? Like, Jesus, they got enough shit going on where in the world they got to be criticized for what they do. But that's the way of the world, and I'm sure that they know what they signed up for at the end of the day. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's people do stupid shit, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it's it's, you know, you can't fix stupid, you know? And um, the but most, I think people are attracted to that. Yeah, I mean, of course. <laughs> I mean, that's the best way to look. If, if I can get ten million views by jumping on a moving car, they're gonna do it. Yeah. You know, it's it, that's the way of the world now. They rather get that quick fix of like, all right, I'm internet famous and now boom. But if you see 
a lot of the things don't work out in their best benefit. Yes, you are, but for how long? Yeah. You know, and a lot of it dies down and the real goes from the real. But if you're not doing that money, giving back a cause or doing anything else right, then what's the point? You know, I mean, come on, you know. A lot of the celebrities, too. I mean, I follow, I'm obsessed. Taylor Swift, you better back up. <laughs> With the Kelsey brothers. Kelsey, yeah. Specifically. Go Eagles. Travis Kelsey. <clears throat> Travis Kelsey, if you're listening. You can definitely come down to Florida and be on our podcast. Um, Go Birds. But I think, I mean, my family's from Philly, so, but I love the fact watching, like I just watched their documentary, how their, their fame didn't go to their head. They give back. Jason has the, the autism foundation that he found for Philadelphia. Travis gives back, you know, to the underprivileged kids that are in Kansas City. And he has the foundation for them. He just did the fashion show and the car show and raised all of this money. Like, that's what you want to see. But they don't snap their fingers and, oh, my God, my whole fashion show just worked out. No, they have to put in the work. And I think that's, you know, seeing that aspect of it. I would rather follow a celebrity for what they're giving back and for knowing the hard work they put in than to be following them just because they're nice to look at or I like something. Other than that, than watching it. You know, Adrian Boner go out and um, make fun of people at McDonald's because his order is wrong. And, yeah. and this disrespecting these people that work so hard that are at work that are like, that's how they make a living to put them down and stuff like that. Or to watch Floyd Mayweather fly around the world all day in his million dollar jet. And, you know, yeah, you got money, but like, what are you doing to give back? Yeah. Do those things. And, what influence are you bringing to people to say, hey, you know, that's really not it. I mean, I, I, I myself listen to a lot of people that are, you know, about growth and growing business and stuff like that. So they're good to listen to. They tell you how to do it. And yeah. that's on you. But what are other people giving? Who are we really watching? Yeah, nobody wants to watch Kim Kardashian being on in the Maldives or Bora Bora losing a $70,000 earring and feel bad for her. Well, no, she... the problem is, is that people do want to watch that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, like for they... me, that's not entertaining. Like, no. when right. you're crying about it, I'm like, well, you idiot, why did you wear a $70,000 pair of earrings in the ocean? My no. thing is, is that, like, like, I'm a Ravens fan, and I grew up in Baltimore, that's why I'm a Ravens fan, but... You know, a lot of, like, the newer Ravens and the newer people that play football in general, like, they don't really give back to their communities that much. So I don't follow any of the players. If they would go in, you know, to Baltimore City where people won't even go during the day anymore because it's so dangerous and so run down, if, you know, the Ravens would, you know, hop, skip, and jump three blocks away from the stadium and do something in the community, then maybe I would care about them. But I don't give a shit because unless they're on the field, which then I care. But other than that, I don't care about who they are because they're not doing anything to help their community. Or a celebrity giving your year's worth salary to local teachers. Mm-hmm. You want to make a difference. Right. Yeah. Let's make a difference to the people that actually make a difference. Yep. But no, let's, let's pay athletes millions and millions and millions of dollars a year and leave teachers not being able to live on their own or have families or pay for food because, you know, we don't need teachers. We need more athletes, not shooting down athletes. I love watching football and hockey. And I think it's great that they have the athleticism, but you know, you wouldn't get out of high school or middle school for that matter, if it wasn't for your teachers. So you wouldn't be in the NFL 
or NHL or Major League Baseball or any of those if you hadn't gotten out of school and you got out of school for a reason. And those people are losing their jobs and losing their homes because they can't afford any of it. Facts. So. So. I think that might be it. You have anything else you want to put in on social media? Uh Um. Just like you guys said, follow, see who's influencing the right way. You know, I know it's hard right now, but, you know, see who's who's influencing the right way and go about that way. Um, you know, just be careful what you're doing on the Internet, you know, and keep your kids very, very, you know, watch your kids back over that Internet. Try to watch them as much as you can because it's, it's a scary place out there, especially right now what's going on in the world. It's so scary, you know. But if you're going to spend time on social media and you happen across Instagram, go to SLNV's Instagram and buy their stuff. <laughs> With that being said, we're going to wrap it up. Kevin, thank you for being our first thank guest. Thank you for having us. This is amazing. Appreciate it. I'm sure we'll bring you back for other episodes on awareness and different things that we can collaborate on. Mm-hmm. For those of you listening, until next time. Mm-hmm.